Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs who are building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. This is episode 112 of Suncast and a very, very special episode indeed. The time is upon us once again for Solar Power International and Energy Storage International. Smart Energy Week, the annual soiree co-hosted by Solar Energy Industries Association and the Smart Electric Power Alliance. And this year it's going back to California. And in this episode, you'll learn everything you need to optimize your time and impact during the best four days of networking in the North America solar industry. So get ready to tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, as we tune in to another powerful conversation here on Suncast. Today's episode is brought to you in a new collaboration with PV Magazine USA. With its independent, technology-focused reporting, PV Magazine concentrates on covering the latest solar PV news, topical technological trends, and worldwide market developments. And here on Suncast, we are huge fans of PV Magazine USA and LATAM, and we're proud to be launching a partnership with them to bring Suncast into more earbuds and PV Magazine's thought leadership into yours. If you're joining us as a new listener, thanks to PV Magazine, thank you for checking out Suncast. You know, before we get into the episode today, my prayers go out to all those who are suffering from Hurricane Florence. It hit very close to home this time, quite literally. Many of you know that I live here in North Carolina, a state which has perennially been in the top five markets for solar in the United States. And as such, many of our colleagues and their projects have been dealt a powerful blow from yet another turn of Mother Nature. We're holding you in our hearts and know that if you need anything from the Suncast tribe, you need only ask. We're right here for you. Well, Solar Warriors... Another round of the solar coaster pulls back into the station as we get ready for SPI, the annual gathering of the solar tribe. And this year it's back in California, back in Disneylandia in the Anaheim Convention Center. A few fun facts for those of you who might be noobs to SPI. It's a gathering of 20,000 attendees and more than 700 exhibitors. And it's not just an event for the U.S., there are tons of international attendees beyond the huge Canadian contingent. There's nearly a quarter of last year's attendees who came from other countries, over 120 to be precise. And over 30% of the exhibition hall was represented by foreign companies. It's also not just a trade show, though the exhibit hall is arguably where the bulk of you will spend your time. No, SPI has a world-class education and training program that spans the entire week. And last year, three of the top five most attended education sessions were all about energy storage. So I expect to see that as a primary focus for this year, the learning and business inquiries again will pour in around Energy Storage International. And that segment of the show should be quite popular and larger than ever. And it's arguably the best place to network and expand your connections. But with one in five attendees at the executive level of their organization, SPI is also one of the best places each year to actually get deals done. 
I wanted to give you some of my tips and tricks for making this your best SPI ever. But I'll save those for the end. First, here are some insights from friends of Suncast who are making special guest appearances today to help you optimize your time and maximize your efforts at the show. Leading off is my friend and fellow solar warrior, Lisa Ann Pinkerton, founder of Women in Clean Tech and Sustainability and principal of Technica Communications. Hi, Nico. This is Lisa Ann Pinkerton, founder and president of Technica Communications and founder and chairwoman of Women in Clean Tech and Sustainability. And when I think about SPI and planning to make the most of that event, I always remind myself that you're going to get as much out of that event as you put into it, right? So the more preparation you do ahead of time and the effort that you put in when you're at the show, as well as afterwards, when you're back home, all of those activities will compound on each other to give you the most optimal experience. When I think about going to the conference and preparing myself for the conference, obviously you want to take a look at what are the, you know, the official networking events that are happening and and decide if you want to participate in some of those. You don't have to participate in everything, but it is a really good idea to pick at least one social activity beyond just a networking happy hour and commit to participating in that. Maybe you golf, maybe you like to get up at the you know, crack of dawn and go running. It doesn't matter what it, what you choose, but choose one of those so that you are putting it in your calendar that you're going to have at least one of these social experiences. And then talk to people ahead of the show start to get your feelers out of what, what are the parties and have you heard anything? Cause you may never know who's been already been invited to some happy hour and you want to get on those lists, right? Also, you want to start thinking about what's your social media presence going to be at the show. Twitter is especially helpful before and during the conference because it's going to, it gives you some exposure to the community. You'd be surprised how many people will meet you and then say, Hey, I think I saw you on Twitter. Are you the same person? Now you have a warm introduction to this person. They already feel like they know you. So the networking aspect of um, chatting with them becomes a lot easier. Also, you can get a lot of information on Twitter about happy hours, parties. But if you're not paying attention to Twitter, you're going to be in the dark and out of loop. So what I usually recommend is getting acquainted with the hashtag, start following the hashtag. As the show gets closer, individuals will start posting more. And that's where you can start getting your intel. So you definitely want to let people know as well that you're going to the show. It kind of sounds, sometimes it feels a little cheesy, but you'd be surprised at how many people will contact you because they saw your post on Twitter using the right hashtag that you're going to be at the conference. I think LinkedIn is also a really good place to post your, I'm going to SPI announcements. There are hashtags on LinkedIn that you can follow as well. So, you know, social media is only one aspect of it. Really, it's the face-to-face interaction that you want to get out of the show. And the exhibit floor is the best place to do that, obviously. Obviously, you want to have a game plan. Use the app on your phone to star certain booths so that you know which ones you want to hit. You know, you can set up meetings ahead of time. Do it. And then when you're walking the show floor, don't be afraid to react to an impulse that you have and go into a booth because quite often a lot of us have really good intuition and some of the best people that I've met at these shows or some of the clients that I've picked up at these shows have been because I just felt that pull and I wandered into a booth and talked to somebody. Hey folks, I just want to jump in here really quickly and say that tip from Lisa Ann might be one of the most powerful and I'll show you a quick example. You probably recall 
that we had Soul Rates as a sponsor for the better part of the last year. Soul Rates is a startup finance company working on lots of interesting things. But what most don't know is that one of the key leverage points for Soul Rates came from Dustin Keel, the founder, ambling in to the CED Green Tech booth of InterSolar now a little over three years ago and happening to meet with a vice president from CED. Those little meetings can make all the difference. It wasn't a planned interaction. It was Dustin doing exactly what Lisa said, which is following your intuition. I couldn't highlight that more and emphasize that. But now back to Lisa Ann. So when you get into the booth and you start talking to people, my advice to everyone is to, to ask questions and get the other person talking. Number one, they're there to talk about themselves. They're at a booth, right? But number two, you're going to get a lot of information out of them that's going to help you to craft your response. Because number three, eventually, they're going to feel like they're talking too much. They're going to ask you about yourself. And then once that question is asked, now you're invited to talk about yourself as much as you need. And you can craft your answer based on the information that you've received from the person that you're talking to. In addition to that, invitations are always extremely important. So you always want to wait for the invitation to give your business card. This is a big faux pas that most people do is that they just instantly throw their business cards on people. And when you do that, I can guarantee you your business card's going into the throwaway pile. It's going into the permanent storage in the trash. So you want to wait until the person asks you for your contact information. That's when you know they're really interested in the connection that they've made with you and they want to keep that networking and communication going. That's when you know you've made a good connection. And if the person hasn't asked you for your business card yet, then that all that means is that you haven't figured out what their highest leverage value is and how you can help them achieve their highest leverage value. And once you've got that business card, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing with it afterwards. The follow-up so key. How many times have you been, have all of us been to conferences, we get a stack of business cards, we don't follow up with any of them. We might as well not have even gone to the conference. So if you follow up, you're already in the top 20% of everybody else. And I'm not just talking about following up with the people that can help you get whatever it is you're looking for. You want to follow up with every single person you meet. It's the classy move. And you never know when someone who's more on the junior level is going to end up somewhere on the senior level in a couple of years, right? So divide your cards into two piles. And I've, I've got a blog on my website that details all this stuff, the four steps for following up after SPI. And you want to divide your cards into two piles, your A group and your B group. Everybody gets followed on LinkedIn and the B group gets a lovely email saying, hey, it was so great meeting you at X. And then just make some kind of comment. I, I enjoyed our conversation about why. And I hope the show was really great for you. Looking forward to running into you again soon. Keep it short and sweet. It's a really classy move. People will be very impressed with you. And then your A groups, you want to try to get to have a conversation with them either on the phone or get some coffee or beers or what have you. You want to have sort of a follow-up meeting to discuss whatever it is uh, you guys connected on. In addition to that, my tips are for you to follow up with people in the evening or as soon as you can that day at the conference. And the reason I say this is because for me personally, when I meet people at a show that I really think are cool and can hang, 
I want to be able to text people that I've met at the show and be like, hey, come down, come hang out with us. And if I haven't put their information in my phone, I don't have it handy. Or if I haven't linked in with them, I don't have it handy in that moment where I want to connect with them. So what I use, I use full contact as an application. It's on my phone. You can take pictures of business cards. It automatically loads all that information into your phone and you've got it there for all time. Wow, that was a ton of insight from a real networking pro. If you haven't seen Lisa Ann work the show floor, it's a sight to behold. And now you're up to speed on social media do's and don'ts. Pick a platform and run with it. The show hashtags are hashtag SPICon and ESICon. You can also always follow at SPI Convention for show details. Hey, while I'm at it, shameless plug, be sure to follow me at Nico Mayo, N-I-C-O-M-E-O. I'll be trying to keep up with everyone else. <laughs> Tune up your booth chat etiquette and make sure you know when to ask for that business card and what to do with it once you've got it. Well, next up, let's check in with my friend Christian Rosalind from PV Magazine USA. Hey, Nico. Thanks for having me on the show. Indeed. I never could have uh, imagined that back in April when we spent so much time together at the BNF conference, we would be announcing today what we are. And so I'll just go ahead and let you guys know I've been tantalizing and titillating the topic that there was a Suncast partnership that I was really excited about. And so here in the middle of this episode, I want to let you, the Suncast tribe, in on a little secret. Suncast and PV Magazine USA are going to be partnering on content for the foreseeable future. I'll let Christian speak a little bit on why he found that a valuable aspect to their platform. But let me just say that as a content creator and a podcaster and a participant in this fantastic world that we call PV Solar, I've long admired and respected the work that PV Magazine does as a formidable, not just US venue or entity for curating great content and insight into what's happening in the solar industry, but they're a global platform. Our good friend Santiago Barcon, who uh, runs Energia Hoy down in Mexico, recently joined the PV Magazine family, representing PV Magazine in Mexico and expanding that beyond to Latin America. I really couldn't be more excited that Suncast has a chance to be a part of a platform like PV Magazine in any form and fashion. And so I'm grateful for that. And Christian, I'll let you uh, say a few words if you'd like about the partnership from your perspective. Great. Well, we're really excited to be partnering with Suncast. I think part of it is that I've enjoyed getting to know Nico and the conversations that we've had at various shows that he shares our values and that he's been producing a lot of really interesting content. So I, I feel like the, the formats that we have are really complementary. You know, we tend to do a fair amount of deep technical dives and Nico has a lot of conversations that are long form interview style that we would love to do, but you know, we don't really have the necessarily the space to do. Also, I, I just think it's more interesting when people listen to these sorts of interviews and have these sorts of conversations as opposed to reading text. So, you know, there's this sort of, there's a, both a, a series of complementary interests, values, focus, and also, frankly, complementary platforms. So we're excited to have a chance to participate in a podcast and to be part of the podcast world while still being able to bring more value to our readers by offering Suncast on the PV Magazine USA site. So this is an exciting partnership, and we're just thrilled to be launching it today. Yeah, and I'll say that it's not just syndication. PV Magazine is not only going to commit to highlighting and carrying the Suncast podcast on their weekly platform and newsletters. But Christian, John Weaver, the team, including down in uh, Mexico, 
are going to be contributing in content to the Suncast platform. So it's a bilateral relationship that I'm really grateful for, and it helps increase and amplify not just the message that I'm able to curate, but their message as well, and it helps us to cross-pollinate our platforms. Exactly. I think cross-pollination is the best way to describe it. I think there's a lot of potential synergies here. You know, you've had a lot of conversations, Nico, with interesting people in this industry, and we have, you know, our own sets of relationships and our own sets of insights. And to be able to share that, I think both platforms will grow richer. Well, Christian, let's get back to the topic at hand, which is SPI. It's 2018. I don't know about you. This is my 12th SPI. Funny aside, and this is the, the credit actually to the credit of SPI as basically becoming the default de facto networking event of the year, place where everyone gathers. I'll just say that this was 2010, 2011. I'm on an airplane, I land in Dallas, and my phone blows up. At this time it was a Blackberry, and I have copious messages from then CEO of the company I worked for saying, the deal that we've been working on has just been pulled. Without mentioning the deal, particularly the company I worked for was being acquired by the then global leader of cell manufacturing capacity in the world, right? This is an MBA dream, right? Like, oh, I did it. I finally joined a company that's going to exit. I was getting a director position in the new acquiring company, et cetera. Needless to say, I land in Dallas. I get these messages like, get back on a plane. We've already booked your flight. And I send him a Dear John text, which basically says, you got to be effing kidding me. I just landed into the middle of the boiling pot for solar. If you're telling me I just lost my job, take a hike. I'm going to stick around here and stay at SPI and, <laughs> and, and do what I should do, be doing anyway, which is networking and figuring out what my next step is. So the power of Solar Power International in all of our careers, I really think can't be underestimated. It is, in my view, one of the more important, certainly for U.S., events that happen every year. So with that in mind... Christian, how do you as a journalist and as an industry participant prepare for such a massive opportunity? Well, that's a great question. And this is complicated. I've been working on this year after year, and I feel like several years I go there and I feel like by the end of it, I've completely screwed up in my preparation. And each year I, I try to refine a little bit more. It's funny that we're having this conversation today because just before we got on the phone, I was looking at my schedule, figuring out this or that detail. And, and I got a last minute opportunity to meet with someone who's become a contributing writer for PB Magazine, who I hadn't had a chance to meet in the flush with before. Thankfully, I had space in my schedule. Mm -hmm. And so this is my number one tip for people preparing. Don't overbook. Yeah. Leave some space, leave some room. Things will happen at the last minute. These are places where a whole, you're going to run into a whole bunch of people who you may not think that you're going to run into. And you want to leave opportunity for those serendipitous in the moment things to happen. So there's a lot of important things to see. There's a lot of important things to do. We all have our like top line meetings. We've got to be at the people we've mm -hmm. got to see, you know, if it's second tier, you know, sometimes you have to blow some people off to just make room in your schedule to see the people who you may not have anticipated, but, you know, and for things to happen because these are big dynamic events and things happen there. Yeah, leave room for serendipity. I completely agree. One of the strategies that I have adopted, which is very similar, is I only book two important meetings per day. These are the only two meetings that if everything else died, I would not, like I would never move these meetings. They're my two core meetings of the day. And then I leave a lot of room for serendipity. The other tip I'll give along the lines of that is, and I think I said this for the Intersolar episode, block time to walk the trade show floor. Because if you don't do that, 
the likelihood that you'll get more than 30 minutes and you'll be, you know, you'll be rushed and you'll, you'll end up like I have in so many years past standing in the middle of the trade show floor, anxious that it's Thursday morning, 11 o'clock and you haven't spent time on the trade show floor at all. So pro tip block time on the trade show floor. That's a great point. You know, as a journalist, that's been really important for us. If I was, say, a, a journalist here in the city of Providence, I'd be spending time at City Hall. I'd be spending time at the State House. I'd be spending time in the courtrooms. You know, I'd be spending time in key places where things are happening. As someone who's covering the United States solar industry, I can't be in all of the places that this is happening. Also, we're in the 21st century. Things are happening digitally. They're happening on the internet. They're happening in, in multiple places at once. So, one of the things that these trade shows do is they give us an opportunity to for the whole industry to come together in a physical geographical sense and that is a tremendous opportunity that i agree with you can only be taken advantage of if you take the time to walk the show floor that's where some of the serendipity happens is when you're just walking by a booth you learn things you see things it breaks you out of your box a little because however important the meetings are that you have scheduled and however many people you think you need to see i guarantee that there's something that's going to surprise you something you won't have thought of and something that you won't be prepared for that will end up being important for you speaking of events and importance are there any not to miss events that you prioritize and that you sort of do block into your schedule, make sure happen that you attend or that you maybe even are, I guess you guys are probably hosting something, but what do you consider not to miss events at SPI? Among the many great events at Solar Power International, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be throwing very interesting events to attend. We have PV Magazine is sponsoring two events in our roundtable series, the Quality Roundtable and the Future PV Roundtable. And I'm really excited about these events this year. We're going to have some new formats. We're going to be still taking our same looks at these quali- look at the quality cases and these forensic examinations of what goes wrong at solar projects. We're also going to have discussions at the Future PV Roundtable that look upstream and also about high penetrations of renewable energy on the grid. So there's more on the PV Magazine USA site. You can learn about this. We're really excited about those. These events will be held on Wednesday. The future PV roundtable is at 10 a.m. The quality roundtable is at 2 p.m. They're going to be at the Hilton in rooms Palos Verdes A and B, adjacent to the Anaheim Convention Center. We're super excited and looking forward to seeing folks there. Every year at SBI, there's some great parties. I personally have never been in love with the Magic Kingdom, so I'm a little happy to see House Blues being the new venue. You know, Shoals never throws bad. I've never been to a bad Shoals party. There you go. You know, I think the Roth Oktoberfest is going to be a great event too. Roth has some really sharp people, and I've learned a lot from talking to Roth over the years. I just reached out last night and, and sort of an aside shot of like, hey, Jesse. I fell off your list. Can I get an invite to the Roth event? <laughs> no, note to those listening, the Roth Capital event, which is Oktoberfest, it's Tuesday, is a fun event. I will note that it's invite only, so you got to get an invite. Second, it is probably going to run concurrent with or just before a Suncast Tribe event that I'll be announcing at the end of this episode. So my other pro tip is don't miss your flight. Huh. Flights are expensive. You know, we all we all get to hang out, but uh, do set an alarm for that flight time because however important it is what you're doing, maybe. Now, I'm not saying this necessarily to speak from any personal experience here. It's not like I've ever been stuck in Berlin because I stayed out all night before a flight back to the United States. But um, Hypothetically yeah. speaking. Hypothetically speaking. Don't miss your flight. Indeed. Well, we're going to fly out of here to the next segment of this wonderful episode. Christian, thank you so much for your contribution. And again, super excited for our partnership. I'm thrilled for our partnership as well. Thank you, Nico, for working with us. 
Well, I mentioned at the start of the episode that I'm proud to partner with PV Magazine USA, and I cannot recommend highly enough the roundtable that Christian was telling you about. Next, for another industry veteran, I am proud to know and look forward to seeing next week everybody's favorite from the solar Twitterati, Tor Valenza, also known as Solar Fred. Hey, Nico, this is Tor Solar Fred Valenza from Seppi Solar. For me, I'm, I'm amazed that people don't always download the SPI app and get the map and directory in their hands. Yeah, it, it can be a little clunky sometimes, but most of the info that you will need um, to find a booth and to know what's going on during the day is all in that SPI app. So download the app, look at it. You'll be able to find who you're looking for and meet people. And there's some other cool features up there that's also in there. So really valuable. Number two, I would say as much as possible, everybody knows, set up the meetings beforehand, but a lot of people aren't thinking about where. They just say they'll figure it out when they get there. SBI has several meeting areas, which you can see on the existing map. So just select one, say you'll meet near the the closest one that's near a booth and, and find a table, you know, near that landmark and then just camp out. That's what I would do. And do back-to-back meetings. You can meet a person at a specific booth, again, near the meeting area, and then just walk over there and try to find something together. But that is valuable to actually know where you're meeting. Very helpful. Another tip is, you know, my standard question for networking with strangers when you're at the cocktail parties or anything else like that is, any big takeaways from what you saw at the show today? So I learned more about the conference from these random asks than any booth or panel. Everyone at SBI, you never know who you're going to bump into, has insights and perspectives from their position in the industry. So just have to politely ask that question. Any big takeaways from what you saw today? It really will at least spur a conversation and hopefully get you some useful information. The one event that I have to recommend, it's my own shameless plug, is the SPI Tweetup, which is happening on Wednesday, September 26th from 4.30 p.m. to 6 p.m., If you've never been before, this is a great time to meet your fellow solar tweeters. You get to meet the people behind the brands of all the solar Twitter handles. The other fun thing that's happening with this one is that we're having a connection ceremony. And that is where I'm a internet minister. So I'll be the reverend at Solar Fred. And I'll be marrying smart energy and solar together. It's kind of a takeoff of what I did a couple of years ago at the Las Vegas SPI, where I officiated the wedding of two solar pros and SPI wanted to do this more symbolic version. But in any case, it's going to be a really fun homily. All the uh, solar family and, and the smart energy family will be there and you should attend too. Finally, in the lineup, we're going to hear from the voice of one of the closest confidants of Daniel Sugar himself, the person also responsible for many of the awesome events that you'll no doubt be attending at this and other shows. She's one of the hands behind the scenes, behind the curtain, helping propel this industry to new heights. Longtime Suncast collaborator and friend, Kristen Kirsch. Hey, Nico, it's Kristen Kirsch. I run global marketing here at Next Tracker. One of the things that I think is a great event slash networking meeting time is the exhibitor happy hour. The reason for this is that people are really relaxed and they're easily approached. So let's say it's not during the exhibitor happy hour and that exhibitor happy hour, just so you know, is the 26th. That's on Wednesday from five to six. Some folks will probably start a little bit earlier. The reason why I think it's super important is that 
as you're going around the exhibitor floor, people, you know, they're on their guard. They want to show you their wares and talk to you about what they're selling and so forth. During the exhibitor happy hour, people are super relaxed and they're just more approachable. And during that time, one of the things I wanted to bring up is anyone listening to this show, you are welcome to the next tracker booth at five o'clock on that exhibitor happy hour day. That's the 26th. That's Wednesday from 4.30 to 6, but at 5 o'clock, we have a special guest, actually three special guests, one from Pattern Energy, Cypress Creek Renewables, and Abby Hopper in the flesh. So Abby and Dan Sugar from Next Tracker will be speaking about a Renewable America. If you have not learned about Renewable America, then we're not doing our job, so hopefully you have. So over the last year, there's a steering committee that has been working on telling the solar and wind job story. So what's been happening in key, key states where legislators have notoriously been voting anti-renewables or voting down renewables, we are pushing the envelope on this and pushing the needle on those legislators to come to our camp and to begin to understand that there's serious economic benefits to having a wind farm or investing in solar power plants. Anyways, it'll be brief. It'll be about 10 minutes five o'clock at our booth 3014. So that's the uh, SPI exhibitor happy hour. This pro tip is you got two pockets, your right and left pocket. Two contact immediately is in the right side and your uh, follow up with them later and you prioritize that group of people on business cards on your left side. So make sure that you dissect those and you get at it right away and you get back to those people that you've met that are hot leads. We really look forward to meeting you. Stop by our booth and we will see you very soon. I know that you are coming to SPI because you're eager to get tomorrow's technology innovations today. But you're likely also there to build relationships with vendors and partners who can help your company grow. And at Suncast, I'm partnered with just such a team. CPS Americas brings you this content each and every week. Did you know that CPS is the USA market share leader of three-phase string inverters? They've got over two gigawatts shipped already. CPS will be showcasing their feature-rich, high-performance inverters at booth 504 of SPI. So swing by and meet the nimble service team that eagerly supports your C&I and utility projects. Or you can schedule a meeting with Ed Hecox and his rock star business development team, like their new Lad Am director, Carlos Abad. CPS is investing in the Americas and are looking for trustworthy partners, so plan to visit them at booth 504. It's right up in front of Hall 1, right between Eton and Pegasus. And don't forget to ask for that Suncast special deal. Welcome back, Solar Warriors. It doesn't get any better than this. Insider tips from those who have years of experience and are some of the best in the business. And if you're willing to stick around for a bit longer, I'd like to round it out with my own take on how to make the best of this week. You know, there are loads of events, so pace yourself. And I'm feeling rather punny. So speaking of pace, for all you runners, you know I'm a runner. I invite you to join me Tuesday morning at the annual Run With Sun 5K. It's bright and early at 6.30 a.m. Check out the links at mysuncast.com. We'll be sure to help you figure out how to get there if you haven't registered already. Also, if you're coming earlier than Tuesday and you're looking for something interesting Monday night, 
you can join me for the Suncast Tribe Meetup. It's going to be at 9 p.m. To learn more about that, go to mysuncast.com and join the mailing list. Or if you're too late, you can shoot me an email or find me on Twitter and I'll be sure to get you the invitation. The email invites will go out later this week. For many, SPI is all about the exhibit hall. So here are my thoughts after 12 years of attending SPI. As Lisa Ann said, you got to come up with a game plan for the trade show floor. It is massive. I mentioned over 700 exhibitors. You won't be able to do it all in one afternoon. So block out time each day or several hours one morning or afternoon to really walk the show. I'm always surprised at the number of folks who haven't logged in to the website to create a show plan. And your login ports over to the app, so your show plan will populate in the app on your phone. So follow Tor's advice and download that app. What is a show plan, you might ask? Well, you basically pick out the exhibitors you want to visit, and you determine the best route and locations to optimize your time by knowing who is where. Got a meeting with Trina Solar? It might be useful to know that our friends at Folsom Labs, the creators of Helioscope, are basically right across the walkway. The map will show you that. You're meeting with past guest Travis Simpkins at MuGrid Analytics all the way over on the far side of Hall A. You'll be glad to know that you could also find Utility API, SoftDesk, and Siten on the same aisle. Wouldn't know that if you didn't look at the map, folks. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Familiarize yourself with the floor plan. As I mentioned, I'll link to the floor plan in the show notes along with a whole bunch of other goodies that you'll want to check around. And it's good to think about Anchors. What do I mean by anchors? Well, LG, EDF, Power Electronics, and Hanwha are the four booths at the intersection of Hall C, which is the last solar hall before you head over to ESI, Energy Storage International. Now, if you hang a right at that anchor, LG, on your way over to ESI section, then you can make your way to booth 2670, where I'll be hanging out much of the time with my client, Allion Energy. And they're right across from Seraphim. You see what I mean about these anchors? You just kind of figure out where each company is located based on other bigger company markers. You know, Seraphim's a huge, high-efficiency Chinese module OEM manufacturer. A quick shameless plug, since I'm on the topic of Allion, you should come check in to join their step competition. You'll easily be walking over 10,000 steps per day. I typically get over 20 at these shows. Well, why would you do that? Well, the person who checks in with the most steps over the three days will win an Apple Watch. While I'm discussing the trade show floor, one of the areas of the floor that I personally find fascinating, but which is always tucked way out in a corner, is the posters section. There are some really, really smart ideas and incredibly talented people who put these educational posters together, sharing their ideas with the world. And I'm always learning something as I peruse those aisles. I usually also meet more than a few brilliant and like-minded folks along the way. It's over by the hydrogen fuel cells and smart energy section. While you're over there, you should check out the microgrid and smart energy stage. They power an entire section of the trade show as a separate microgrid, showcasing a lot of amazing technology. It's a hike, but well worth it. And I'm telling you as well, because that's also the location of Wednesday's tweet up, which Tor mentioned back a little while ago. 
Tuesday evening is the annual block party. And for those of you who've been to previous SPIs in Anaheim this year, it's going to be at House of Blues instead of Disneyland. And it's an 80s theme, so break out your neon MC Hammer pants and throw on some spandex and leg warmers. Spike up your hair and come play some Pac-Man and Galaga. I'll take you on. I'm sure there'll be plenty of breakdancing, moonwalking, and probably a Rubik's Cube contest as well. You can save your twister and spin the bottle for the after parties, folks. All the plates and utensils, by the way, are biodegradable at the block party. Kudos, SPI. And that's a nice touch. Not sure that the same promise will be true at the other parties of the week. Now, supposedly, SPI and Lyft will be offering special rates in a recently announced partnership, noting that Lyft is the first and only carbon-neutral ride-sharing company. So y'all take Lyft. Uh, It's not that far over to the block party, but I would encourage you, take Lyft, be safe, and hopefully the Lyft app itself will geolocate and you'll get that special rate. Look, that's about all the tips I have time for on trade show and events, but I do want to take a minute and give you a few handy tips on self-care and sustainability. It's important. I want to encourage you to have fun but you'll be walking and talking a lot. So try to keep water on hand. You know, the best way to do that is to bring your own reusable water bottle. There will be water stations around the convention center and hotels. And as Kyle Cherick said in our inner solar prep episode, pack some throat lozenges to help your vocal cords make it through the three-day network-a-thon. Casting style points aside, don't be afraid to bring a backpack too. Not one of those shoulder bags. Trust me, your back will thank you and you'll have somewhere to stash that water bottle, the dozens of data sheets you'll never read again, and all the free swag you'll be carting home for your kiddos. I like to bring a big bright purple backpack. That way it's easy to spot me from across the show floor. Hey, I'm 5'4". I need every advantage I can get. And pack some nutrition bars. My favorite are these ridiculously good nut butter bars made by a local North Carolina company. But I also usually carry along some of those almond butter packets by that Justin Nut Butter Company. Sorry, lots of nut butter, but the focus is on protein to help get you through that three o'clock low. Speaking of which, I know it's going to be tempting, but when confronted with the occasional booth that has the nonstop keg flowing at two in the afternoon, remember the bottle of water in your backpack is your best friend and keep moving. There will be plenty of afternoon and evening drinking, trust me, if that's what you're into, but you won't stay sharp on the trade show floor if you're dehydrated. And one last PSA. Enough with the badge glancing already. It's one of my biggest pet peeves at trade shows. Look people in the eye, for God's sake. Say hello to them, even if they aren't from a company you recognize or a name like Jigger Shaw or Dan Sugar. And if they don't look like they're important enough, still, give them the human decency. Look them in the eye. Treat your fellow trade show attendees with dignity. If you want to know someone's name, ask them. Don't get caught idly staring at their badge. Hey, speaking of badges, I know some of you love to hoard them and hang them on your wall, brag about how many trade shows you've been to, but for the rest of us, please drop your badge in the marked recycling receptacles on your way out. They're strategically placed at the exits on Thursday. Help us reduce waste, folks. Thank you very much. Okay, and finally, I'm going to rapid fire through some of the answers that came through on a LinkedIn thread where I asked you, Solar Warriors, for your advice and tips at SPI. Here we go. Eric Posse at IPS Solar. Drink lots of water. Bring two times the business cards you think you need and avoid eight hours of back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings. (laughs) Hollis Miles at Connect Solar. Walk the show with a well-connected industry friend. As he notes, 
two of his friends he'll be walking this show with. There are a lot of spur of the moment connections to be made through these close introductions. Plus, it's a whole lot more fun. Speaking of a whole lot of fun, one of my close friends, Jim Wood, and I will likely be walking the trade show floor together. His advice, uh, he's at Seraphim Energy, are set goals for the show network and drive business and lastly parties and free drinks can be fun but they are a distraction much of the time one of my favorite people to see on the trade show floor always full of energy is aaron adams from bonsai solar aaron says outside of hydration have proper footwear and stretch there's a lot of floor to cover and that's not even with the evening events additionally really really think about the top three things you'd like to take away and hold yourself to achieving them My friend Mark Zapp from Tangent Energy said, set up times and places to meet. I love this. If you do the whole let's connect when we get there bit, most of the time it just doesn't happen. Also, Mark says, talk to as many people as possible. You never know who can work with you unless you know what they do and or who they are. I love Brian Liddick's answer from IREC. He says, give yourself the quote, I'm not going to drink too much pep talk before your plane lands and then stick to it. Give yourself an absolute bedtime to ensure you get at least eight hours of full sleep. Remember, that's at least two hours per night. And for every year over 30, add two more hours of sleep. I like the quote top three things idea that we just mentioned. It goes fast and that's about all you're going to remember or have time for. So take notes. Lynn Hicks at AEE Solar says, have to have the go-to bag that includes aspirin, eye drops, hand sanitizer, granola bars, and breath mints. I agree, Lynn. Tom Chaney at Kite Rocket reminds us to take a portable phone charger. None other than Abby Hopper, the SIA president, says, sleep, all caps, and know what you want to accomplish. Then go and do both and go find me and say hello. Well, Abby will be doing that. Last but not least, Dan the Shug, Sugar from Next Tracker says, follow all of this advice, then party like the solar rock star you are. There you have it, Solar Warriors. There were more than 40 responses to this amazing thread on LinkedIn. It's all linked in the show notes on mysuncast.com. And like that, this episode is drawing to a close. But you are well armed for taking on the upcoming SPI trade show, or just about any other trade show for that matter. And if you can't make it this year, I'm sorry you'll miss out, but don't worry. There's lots of fresh Suncast content during SPI coming your way. Plus, we can continue hanging out through the rest of the week online and in our Solar Tribe community as always. If you've been listening for a while now and you're wondering how we can connect more or how you can help, would you please consider supporting the podcast financially by becoming a member of my Suncast tribe? You can go to mysuncast.com forward slash member to learn more. Of course, you can also join the 10,000 plus other solo warriors who follow me on Twitter at Nico Mayo. That's N-I-C-O-M-E-O. You'll see my live from the event tweet updates. If you're on my email list, then you'll be getting an invite to the Suncast tribe happy hour I'm planning. And that's been moved to 9 p.m. Monday evening. So check your email. Stay tuned this Thursday for a special tribute episode coinciding with the one-year anniversary of the Hurricane Maria and the aftermath in Puerto Rico. We'll feature discussions with the Solar Foundation's Andrea Lucchi as well as the CEO of the largest residential solar provider on Puerto Rico Island, Sanova's John Berger. So don't miss out on that one, Solar Warriors. To all my current tribe members, I wish you much love, great success, and I look forward to seeing you in Anaheim. I look forward to formally welcoming you into my tribe as well, my friend. And thanks again for showing up. It's half the battle. 